Welcome back to the Nothing Important Podcast with your host, Matt Reyes. That's me. Another day, another episode. How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing today? How's everything going? You doing well? You feel good? I think that's most important. People always ask, how are you doing? And that's like circumstantial. That has to deal with your external world, your environment, your circumstance, maybe how much you're getting paid, your job situation, your relationship. I don't want to ask how you're doing. I don't want to ask about the external. I want to ask how you're feeling. How are you guys feeling? Do you feel good? Do you feel full? Do you feel alive? I think that is more important than your circumstance. There's a lot of guys that are, you know, 40, 50, 60 years old that they've checked off the boxes. That they've checked off the boxes. Um, they've achieved institutional success. Um, they, they've achieved uh, gathering all the material things that they, they desire and they have that close to them. And, um, you know, on paper, it looks really good. It looks really good. It looks like, you know, a person... Who is fulfilled, but that's not fulfillment. There are other people who don't have those things and they feel better. You know, I think I'm talking to myself right now. I mean, literally, I'm talking to myself, but I think I'm talking to myself in the sense of like, what do I want out of this life? And how can I maintain focus on the actual want? Not some perceived illusory thing that I have to reach for, you know, an attainment winning a race, winning some type of title, winning some type of status. But how can I get to a place that I'm always in existence of what I want? And then you have to ask yourself, what do you want? What do I want? I want freedom. I want freedom. And I don't think it's impractical. I don't think it's unrealistic. I don't think it's illogical to want freedom. You know, freedom is a huge concept. How would you define that? That's probably you know, better understood in in the context of what I'm talking about as I want to do what I want to do. Does anybody relate to that? Does anybody understand how that feels to want to do what you want to do? Not to be lazy, not to jerk off all day, not to, you know what I'm saying? To piss your fucking life away, not to eat Twinkies and lay in the bed. I'm not saying all that shit. I'm not saying that. I'm not, I'm not saying it in a childish sense. I'm saying with, you know, correct work, work ethic with, uh, you know, a cor- correct ratio of production to consumption. I want to do what I want to do. You know what I mean? I want to wake up every day with passion and attack my life, not with the sense of ambition, not in a, com- a competitive way. Like I have to make more money than these people. I have to be more successful. I have to have more status. I have to look better. I have to post on Instagram. I have to- That's not what I want. I want... To do what I'm, what what makes me feel good doing, you know what I mean. And um, you know that that that's that's what I'm reaching for. That's what I'm reaching for. I'm gonna maintain focus on that. I'm gonna maintain my my uh, my mindset on that. Um, because I I've tried the other shit. You know, I'm currently in pursuit of the other shit. Currently in pursuit of the other shit, and it just never feels like it's filling my glass. I never feel like I'm hydrated spiritually. I never feel like I'm getting that drink of water that I need when I'm pursuing that shit. When do I feel full? When do I feel alive? 
It's when I'm engaging the things that maybe manifest themselves initially as fear, maybe manifest themselves initially as a doubt, you know, a lack of confidence, the unknown, the desire that is very loud in my subconscious. But when it gets to the front of my brain, it just comes out as an emotion and maybe I'm scared about it. You know, um, those things are really what move me. And, and that's what I want to uh, spend my life pursuing. Um, I wanted to talk about something today. Um, it's a concept that I've been thinking about. I, I, I make so many videos and I, I feel like just in the ethos of social media and the ethos of, um, you know, consensus conversations, what everybody's talking about right now. Not like necessarily what's trending on Twitter or what I, I see on Instagram, but um, kind of that as well. You know, Andrew Tate just gets canceled. We're in this Me Too cancel culture. Uh, we're in this culture where language can be weaponized, allegedly, and hate speech is such a, a broad term now. It relates to almost everything. You know, so if you say anything that offends a group that has a mascot or a group or a large group of people, you know, you can lose employment or, uh, you know, you can you can lose opportunity to gain capital. There can be a lot of ramifications and consequences that happen if you speak too loosely nowadays. And I think one of the main subjects that this revolves around deals with women's rights and feminism and kind of this perceived attack on masculinity, on um, a certain type of man, you know? And uh, so what I wanted to talk about today, something I thought, I, it just popped in my brain, this phrase, divine masculinity. And then when I thought about that divine masculinity. I, I thought about that because I hear this shit all the time on online, divine femininity, uh, if I could say that fucking word, divine femininity. Um, and I guess that means, you know, women's ability to create and that, that energy about, you know, gestation and giving birth and et cetera, et cetera. And then I thought to myself, you know, if there is a divine feminine energy, there has to be a divine masculine energy. What is that? I'm assuming that's not just putting your dick in a twat and humping, you know? Um, I'm assuming that, that there has to be more to it. And I thought truly about if I had to categorize or excuse me, not categorize, but define what divine masculine energy would be in my mind, I would think, you know, not just perseverance, not just resilience, but true confidence, you know, being truly confident in self, I think is a divine masculine aspect. Let's define what true confidence is. We do live in an era of social media. We do live in an era of Photoshop, of video editing, of angles, two-dimensional angles that we're witnessing on a, a cell phone screen that allow us to perceive somebody's reality in a skewed sense, not in its totality, not in its complexity, not in its highs and its lows and the, the reality of the emotion of the individual portraying these images, none of that is being captured. All that's being captured and portrayed um, on social media are angles, favorable likeness, almost like a shadow, I would think, of a human being, a favorable likeness of what a human being is. And it's presented by you know, whoever is presenting it. So it is always going to be biased toward a positive. And that's not real. You know, that that in itself, it, it's not only a two-dimensional shadow of what a person actually is. Our identity is vast. Every person's identity is vast. It's not only a two-dimensional shadow of that individual, but
but it's biased and it's only showing inflated positive aspects of a human being. You know, and I think about the dangers of that as it pertains to divine masculine energy. What does that do to men? You know what I mean? I think women throughout history have had more of a history of maybe putting on makeup, wearing nice clothes, you know, trying to present themselves in public as attractive. And it has been less of a history in the sense of men doing that. It's not to say men don't groom or they don't uh, take care of themselves, but um, definitely not thought of as like a, a super masculine trait to be like, you know, uh, metro, you know what I mean? Real, real hyper-focused on the looks and your appearance and your clothing and all these things. And I think social media has increased in men more of a feminine quality because of the nature of social media. It is these positive, biased shadows of our identity. And that bias being positive kind of lends toward more vanity, lends toward more narcissism, lends toward more self-thought And so men are kind of now getting away from the reality of this masculine energy, this divine masculine energy of actual confidence, and they're putting on clothes. I mean that metaphorically. They're putting on something, some type of security blanket, some type of makeup to make them feel more beautiful or stronger or more successful. And I I think true divine masculine energy in my mind, in my opinion, is a confidence to walk around naked. Once again, it's figurative. I'm not talking about having your dick and balls out in the snow. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being able to present yourself in all your complexities, in all your embarrassment, in all your imperfection with the confidence. Do many men nowadays have the ability to do this? You know, to truly be confident in self not the image portrayed, not an angle on a photo, not uh, an accomplishment, not an, um, you know, a, a video, not anything that you can put on social media to kind of angle what's really going on, whatever pursuit, you know, and I'm, I'm a victim to this as, as well. I grew up in the social media era. I had a Facebook growing up. You know, I remember my first Facebook profile picture. I was like biting my T-shirt. So I was lifting, lifting up my T-shirt and biting it, the tip of it, so that I could show off that I had a six-pack when I was 14. You know, very, very clickbaitish, right? You know, <laughs> very jailbaitish. But I was doing that shit, you know, at a, at a very young age. And as I've grown up, I've started to realize that type of energy, that type of activity, which I attribute to something more feminine. It's like, you know, a woman looking for a mate. She would try to present herself in the most favorable way. And then you go back to the crypt to fuck the bitch and she take off her Spanx. She take off her <laughs> corset. You know what I'm saying? Like everything just floop, falls apart. That happens a lot with women. I think that's starting to happen with men in a technological way. You know, online, people are propping themselves up as something. And it's very difficult for men to kind of really just be confident in self, you know? And what is confidence? What is what is actual confidence? If we're talking about divine masculinity is confidence, is real confidence without an outfit or a dollar amount being presented or an accomplishment, just really just feeling like a fucking man, feeling like you could walk around in the street and your head don't go down when you see another man 
or you get nervous when you, you're around another man. You know what I mean? Or knowing that if somebody punches you in your mouth, that you would hit him back. Knowing it, not saying or convincing yourself that that would be the action and pushing down the reality. But knowing if somebody came and slapped you, you slap them back. Real masculine confidence. What is that? What is that confidence? You know? I think, you know, and this is all opinion. I think that confidence is is built uh, through experience. And um, just to speak personally for a moment, if I think about when I'm in a state of confidence, when I'm in a state of divine masculine energy, uh, I'm drawing from past experience of humiliation, of embarrassment, of violence, and how I reacted to those circumstances. I think anybody, any man, any woman can be a God, can be a king, can be the top, can be very strong when everything is going right. And I think what defines character, excuse me, what defines characteristics, um, somebody's character is when shit hits the fucking fan, then who are you? You know what I mean? And um, I think about that, you know? Are you the same person when shit hits the fan than when you got shit popping? You know what I mean? Are you shitting on people to the same level when shit is bad for you than when you're on the top? Because if not, that's not an actual reality of yours. That's not an actual confidence. It's just clothes to put on. It's something to wear to cloak fear, um, which is not divine masculinity or indecisiveness, which is not divine masculinity or a lack of confidence, which is not divine masculinity, which is not natural male qualities, you know? I was talking to my boy and he's actually giving me some great fucking ideas. Um, young man, he's, he's very creative and um, reminds me of myself in a lot of ways. Maybe not conventionally looked at as, you know, somebody that has the potential to be successful. But when I look at like potentiality for success, I, the first quality I look at is creativity. It's creativity. Um, and this guy's definitely creative and he's given me some great ideas. He talked to me about, um, kind of his perception of like these terms of alpha, beta, um, you know, sigma, these categorizations that they make for men. And, you know, we had a small conversation through text and I, I was just saying like, you know, I don't necessarily believe in that. I don't look at human beings in that level of animalism. I think that we have the potential to be so much more than a lion or than a bear, or, you know, something in the wild. But there are still aspects that I would understand and attribute as alpha tendencies or beta tendencies or sigma tendencies to, you know, a human male. I could understand it loosely. Um, one thing I was telling him was like, you know, there are guys that are like six foot 10 and athletic and strong, but they carry so much fear and indecisiveness and uh, habit of feminine traits that... They're not alphas, even though physically they might be an alpha. And then there's little guys that are like, you know what I'm saying? Like a barking chihuahua. And maybe they have more qualities that are alpha. You know, in my mindset, <clears throat> what would define somebody as being alpha or being a leader or being the head of a pack is um, there's this kind of hierarchical natural thing that happens 
with human beings. You can see with bees very clearly. If you go to a beehive, you understand that there's different jobs, there's different roles. When you go to an ant colony, you see that there's different jobs, different roles. Everybody's trying to feed the queen. In the beehive, everybody's working together as a collective to produce honey. There are different jobs, different goals. And with human beings, in the same way that kind of happens, men naturally elect, and I think this is a subconscious behavior. I don't think this is something they do consciously. They elect the person with the highest potentiality to lead. And um, like women do, they would uh, attack that person. They would attack that person because of the potential that person has to lead and their need to be led by that person who will be considered the alpha in this hypothetical. Um, they need to vet that person out. And this is a quality. I've talked about this in other episodes of the podcast. This is a quality that women have. Women want a man to be a man, but they want to vet it out. So they're always busting balls or trying to check, trying to poke and see, is this person sensitive? Are they weak? And men who want to follow a man uh, do the same thing. What I would categorize as a true alpha um, in this situation is probably, or somebody who has true confidence, true divine masculinity. It's not that they're not experiencing the same emotions of embarrassment or hurt or pain. It is that they're consistent in their actions. Meaning, if they are a nice guy, they're nice when they're poor, they're nice when they're rich. If they are you know, somebody who speaks their mind, they speak their mind when they have nothing, they speak their mind when they have a lot. To me, that's alpha. Because a lot of times people transform themselves, they go through this caterpillar to butterfly kind of transformation. And their circumstances are different. The external is different. Now they can present different on social media or present different to people. But that doesn't change their character. That doesn't change their character. Actions, I believe, are not who you are. I've heard that before. People say actions are who you are. I don't believe that. I believe if that was true, then change is impossible. Because I could do something at 21 and then that, that's who I am? No. I think your character, you know, how you react to situations and how you treat people is who you are. And that should stay consistent when you have nothing, when you have a lot, when shit is low and when shit is high, you know, just some thoughts, you know, I had that, th that thought divine masculine energy and kind of, um, social media's feminization of men because of this pursuit that men now have to do things that are womanly present themselves, you know, in a different way. Um, on that note, my baby's crying, you know, I got to go be a divine masculine daddy right now. And take care of my child. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that has been the podcast. Continue rating. Continue subscribing. Continue following on Instagram. For anybody that's just listening on the Red Circle or Spotify or Amazon Music, go over to my Instagram, Nothing Important um, Podcast with Matt Reyes. And uh, check me out there. I do reels. I do a lot of different stuff on the Instagram. Continue listening on the podcast. I do appreciate everybody that's donating. Until next time.